You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you as we join you this weekend from the Rogers Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, where the Guardians are taking on the Blue Jays. It's a three-game series here and then three against the first-place Minnesota Twins at the start of next week. So a key road swing for the Guardians who still harbor hopes of winning the Central Division crown. They headed into play on the weekend six games back of first place Minnesota. Coming up a little bit later on in our show today, we will hear from Jose Ramirez after the dedication of Jose Ramirez Field in uh, suburban Cleveland, or actually not far from downtown Cleveland earlier this week. Also, we'll visit with Dave Roberts, the manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers who made his major league debut as a player with the Cleveland Indians. And we'll visit with Rob Serfolio, who's the farm director for the Guardians. He'll talk minor leagues, including Lake County, and some good prospects there. That's coming up a little bit later on. But first, a look at the week gone by for the Guardians. And after an off day Monday, Tuesday, the opener of a series with the Dodgers, the high-powered Dodgers. Their offense struck early, two runs in the first inning, and then another in the third. They took a 3-0 lead in the series opener. But the guards bounced back in the fourth inning, starting with Oscar Gonzalez. Miller with the 0-2. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball to deep right. This has a chance. It's way back there. Home run, Oscar Gonzalez. And the Guardians are on the board. It's now the Dodgers three, Cleveland one. We said it a lot last year. He has power to the opposite field. Just hasn't been going that way very much, but he did right there and drove it down the right field line for his second home run on the season. Later on in the fourth inning, it was Gabriel Arias delivering a clutch base hit. Three and two, the count on Arias. Here it comes. Off speed, swung on, line to left, base hit. And that'll score Jimenez as Arias comes through on an off speed pitch and loops it into left field for an RBI single. And the Guardians are to within one. It's now three to two Dodgers. Then in the seventh, the Guardians had two men on looking for a big two-out base hit from Stephen Kwan. Now the 2-1 delivery. Kwan sends a looping liner into center field, and it drops for a base hit. Brennan scores the tying run. Straw stops at second. 
And Stephen Kwan once again off a left-hander delivers a two-out RBI single to center. And with the game tied, it was Jose Ramirez's chance to put the guards in front. The pitch, a swing and a shot, base hit into right center. That'll put Cleveland up. Straw will score. Scampering to third is Quan and Jose Ramirez ends the 0 for 16 slide with a two-out RBI single to right center. And Cleveland has scored again after there were two outs. And the Guardians have all four runs with two out hits tonight. And now lead it four to three. And Ramirez with RBI number 67. And suddenly 22,000 plus have learned how to sing all at the same time. And then Cole Calhoun capped off the inning in a big way. Here is Cole Calhoun batting left-handed, left on left. Here's the set in the pitch. He sends a drive, high, deep to right, bats back, track, wall, goal! How about that? Off the left-hander, the left-handed hitting Cole Calhoun with a towering three-run home run down the right field line. And Cleveland blows it open with five in the seventh. And now lead the Dodgers seven to three. And Calhoun continues to just put up quality at bat after quality at bat. Cleveland added one more in the eighth on a mile straw RBI single. That made it eight to three. And then Emmanuel Classe was on in the ninth to wrap things up. The one, two. Check swing, did he go? Yes, ball game. And game one in this three game series with the Dodgers goes to Cleveland by a final score of eight to three. That proved to be the only win in the Dodgers series as Wednesday, the game was suspended by rain after two innings of play with the Dodgers up three to one. And when play resumed on Thursday, the Dodgers went on to a six to one victory in the completion of that suspended game. And then in the regularly scheduled ball game, LA won it by a nine to three final as that wrapped up the homestand for the Guardians. Friday night road trip opener here in Toronto and a solid effort all around. Toronto struck first, George Springer with a solo home run in the second inning, but in the third inning, Bo Naylor, who grew up not far from downtown Toronto, answered with a blast of his own. Bassett into the motion and the 2-0 pitch. And Naylor swings and sends one high, sends one deep to right. Springer back at the wall. It is gone! And we are tied at one! Oh, and fairy tales do come true! How many times do you think Bo Naylor dreamed about hitting a home run? here at the Rogers Center. And by golly, he hit a bomb to right. And we are tied at one. Then in the fourth, with a runner on, Ramon Laureano delivered a big blow. Right-handed hitter, here's the pitch to him. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball to deep right center. Back on it, looking up, this ball is gone. A home run, Laureano. That ball kept tailing back toward the high wall. It's over 14 feet high, but it got over. It's now a 3-1 to one ball game. Cleveland back in front. 
In the sixth, Oscar Gonzalez led off with a double, and then Laureano came through again. The pitch. Swung on, smashed to third. By Chapman, down the left field line, into the corner, it kicks. Into scores Gonzalez. In standing with an RBI double is Laureano. Four to one Cleveland. As the Guardians double their pleasure here in the sixth. On doubles by Oscar Gonzalez and Ramon Laureano. Laureano with three RBIs tonight. That is double number 13. And now 27 runs batted in. And in the eighth, the Guardians extended that lead with another long ball, this time from Andres Jimenez. Andres Jimenez sends a drive. Deep right field. Gone. A line drive. Bullet to right. Jimenez hits number 12. Cleveland has its third home run tonight. And the Guardians have a 5-2 lead here in the eighth inning. The worst home run hitting team in baseball has pounded three home runs tonight. Number 12 for Andre Jimenez, and that got out of here before you could say going, going, gone. Then in the ninth, Emmanuel Classe was on once again to close one out. Classe's pitch, swing and a looping liner up the middle, diving backhanded stop by Jimenez, pops up, throws to first, ball game. Oh, what a play by Jimenez. A one-hopper. Back up the middle, a diving backhanded grab, popped to his feet and threw out Kirk to end the ball game. Wow. So the final score tonight, Cleveland five and Toronto two. So a nice win to open the series here in Toronto. The series continuing Saturday afternoon at 3.07 and then concludes on Sunday at 1.37. And then it's on to Minneapolis for the three-game series with the Minnesota Twins. Now, the big story this week was off the field as Terry Francona, Guardians manager, was asked about his future as the manager past the 2023 season. And he talked about what he revealed on Wednesday's manager show with Tom Hamilton. First off, Tito, we should talk a little bit about um, what you had talked about with the media last night before the ball game and as these stories do, they start to take on a life of their own. Will Tito come back? Will Tito retire? So the floor is yours. You know, Hammy, and it's so hard. I got asked a question yesterday, and the one thing I never really want to do is is kind of just fib to people because that's not a good way of going about things. But at the same time, and I feel so strongly about this, from the day I started managing in South Bend, and going through Birmingham and Philadelphia and Boston, I always felt like the right thing to do was it had to be about the players and the organization. And it can't be about me personally. It just doesn't work. And so I have talked to Chris and Cherney pretty extensively mm-hmm. about the end of my career because we're getting there. And I want to be fair to them, and I want to be fair to the organization and also want to be fair to myself. So, you know, I know people are going to ask, and I, and I get it, but I really don't want it to be the a six weeks of, you know, it's not a funeral procession. I mean, not a lot of people get to go out on their own terms. And, 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 and I am so proud of what we have tried to accomplish here. We haven't always done it, but this is a good place with great people. 
Tito, and again, I know you haven't made a final decision, but I, I think all of us can kind of read the tea leaves. That's a good way to say it. That, <laughs> I appreciate you saying it like that because that's actually a really good way to say it. Well, I think the one thing that would be encouraging maybe for you, and all of us are going to face this in every walk of life, it, it is tough to say goodbye to whatever our career has been. I don't care if you're a mailman. That, that's a heck of a job when you first get it and, and you're proud to have it. But is it easier for you to now look at this, make a clear decision, because for the most part you feel pretty good? You know, that's I've really tried to do some thinking the last couple months, which can be a scary thought, you know, in this head. The one thing, too, is when the season's over this year, i got to get my shoulder reconstructed. Mm -hmm. Also, I have two hernias. So, you know, you're looking at first of February before, you know, it's like I've spent every winter trying to get healthy so I can manage and I get beat up again. I need to go get healthy. And, and it's impossible to do that with the rigors of this job. And I just, you know, you saw my grandkids were in here today. Yeah. I, I, that, like last night I, after the game, I couldn't remember if we won or lost. And I can't remember a time like that because I saw those kids and my face lit up. I need to do more of that. So there it is, and uh, very much indications that this may be it for Terry Francona this 2023 season as Guardians manager is uh, very much uh, everything he's talking about health-wise, desire to spend more time with family, all of it uh, seems to indicate that his career as Guardians manager will come to an end at the conclusion of the season, although no formal announcement yet from either uh, Tito or the front office, so we'll wait and see what transpires in the weeks ahead. Maybe they hold off until the season concludes. We'll see. When we come back, we'll hear from Jose Ramirez about Jose Ramirez Field, which was unveiled earlier this week just outside of downtown Cleveland. That's next as we continue on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Baseball, basketball, pickleball. Those are sports, and people love sports. If you love sports, you should know this. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Does saving have anything to do with sports? No, the people love sports, so I'm yelling sports out. Hockey, swimming, golf. Not all sports have the word ball in there, so save big when you switch to Progressive. Go sports teams. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You've got great speed on the bases. Straw the tying run at second. Quan the winning run at first. Infielders play back, so obviously the base runners get as big a lead as they want. Ramirez batting left-handed. The outfielders medium deep, a bit toward right. The 1-0 pitch to Ramirez. A swing and a line drive toward the gap right center. It's a base hit. It'll go to the wall. Straw scores the tying run. Quan around third. He scores the winner. 
short. Jose Ramirez, a walk-off, two-out, two-run double up the alley in right center. And the Guardians stun the Redbirds in the ninth inning. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Toronto. Meanwhile, earlier this week, back home in Cleveland, another great day Tuesday just outside of downtown Cleveland near the Tremont section at Clark Field, a beautiful renovation project, the unveiling of Jose Ramirez Field, the Guardians third baseman making a major contribution to the building and renovation of that facility. And along with his translator, Augie Rivero, Ozzy says he loves what he sees in the brand new field. Ah, no, realmente me sorprendí, me sorprendí porque la primera vez que llegué. Possibly surprised. I didn't have a chance to see the progress during the year, and I seen it today. It was really surprised, and I'm I'm really happy. It's very beautiful field. It's just very nice, very comfortable. So I'm really excited for for the final product. Different players on on your own team do different things in the community. Why did this make sense for you to have a field named after you that everyone could enjoy? Ah, realmente, porque que todo en esto fue que yo nací, nací desde los siete años jugando béisbol. I feel this, this felt like the natural fit. You know, I've been on a baseball field since I was seven years old, and most of my life has been on a baseball field, so what's the best way to give back to the community to something that, you know, represents so much of my life? And I know the importance of having the place to play the game and, you know, to go hand-to-hand with a good education, and I think that served the other purpose to keep a lot of kids, you know, off the streets and of bad habits and more like healthier lifestyle. So when, when I thought of that, I felt like baseball field was, uh, was a no-brainer. And you mentioned a little bit earlier about some of the great Latin players who have done something similar in different cities. Um, does it strike you as, as just overwhelming sometimes to think that now you're a part of that legacy of some of the greats of the game? It's hard to explain, but this the sensation that it gives you is a little like, wow, you know, I made, I made it. You know, whatever that is, I just was able to feel that fulfillment of, of a dream as a kid because I remember growing up seeing and admiring those players and the legacy they left behind. So obviously seeing this is, is, is hard for me to put into words, but it's a good sensation that, you know, I've been able to make it in the baseball world. Where you grew up and first started playing the game, it, could you have ever imagined young kids your age back then being able to play on a field like this? Like, honestly, it never came to my mind, but obviously now that we're here, it's, it's such a good, happy feeling because not only I feel like I'm helping some of the kids back, but also just makes me happy to know that some kids have a place to play and, and, and that place is going to have my name on it. All right, great stuff from Jose Ramirez along with translation help from Augie Rivero. Uh, certainly was a, a fun day. When we come back, we'll hear from Dodgers manager Dave Roberts with some great Cleveland ties. That's coming your way shortly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from sky rocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of 
the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Toronto, the Rogers Center, where the Guardians are taking on the Blue Jays this weekend. Earlier this week, they faced the Dodgers, a rarity. The Dodgers coming to Cleveland just the third time since interleague play began that Los Angeles Dodgers paid a visit to downtown Cleveland. Their manager now in his eighth season is Dave Roberts. Had a, a fine playing career with several different teams, and it started with the Cleveland Indians. That's the team he made his debut with. So he says when he gets back, and, and now as manager of the Dodgers, it's always fun to be back in Cleveland where he has a ton of great memories. Yeah, you know, Rosie, it's uh, it's always good uh, to come back. And, um, you know, this is where I broke in, and the fans here, uh, you know, I remember when I was with Akron, uh, the Buchanans um, really took care of me when I, I stayed there. So, uh you know, Stu and his lovely wife took care of me. And, um, you know, getting to Cleveland and just the parking attendants, the clubhouse guys, the fans, obviously with the teammates that we had, those teams we had were great teams. And uh, Grover was the manager. So I got so many great memories coming back. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just uh, seeing some old friends. And seeing you has uh, been a big bonus too. And you, you have a playing career where you're at many different spots with some great moments. But when you think back to that, that first time in the major leagues, uh, what does that mean to you and, and having a, have it been here? You know, you know, with the Dolans um, and all the way down with, uh, you know, John Hart, Mark Shapiro, and everybody now with uh, Chris running things uh, on the baseball side, um, there was something for me then Indians, um, now Guardians, to play a part of this, uh, you know, family organization. And it's a great baseball town. And to put that uniform on and know that uh, I've played for this organization, um, it's it certainly holds uh, the dearest of spots for me because this is the first organization that gave me a chance to play big league baseball. And in these series, you manage against Terry Francona, 
who you played for. Is that odd at all to you? Yeah, I was just talking to uh, Ahmed Rosari about that, that we both played for Tito. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it is odd. It, it is odd. And he was just such a great uh, mentor, uh, manager for me. Um, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame at some point. And just to be able to manage against him, it's very surreal. And I've taken a lot um, from him, his style and how he has a pulse and of the players at clubhouse and as a player for me i always felt like tito had my back and that's something i try to uh you know deliver to our players dave roberts joining us dodgers manager and dave your team uh, having another outstanding season and and when you compare seasons they're all you have high win totals and and everything that goes along with that what do you like about this club as it gets deeper into it i i think i like the uh the sum you know i think the individual pieces are really good um, but I think the sum of this team, this group, makes us special. There's a lot of uh, professionalism, unselfishness, care for one another. Uh, these guys spend a lot of time together away from the field. Um, they play together, and uh, they know how to win. And so I think that every year uh, is different with the collection of players. But getting you know Freddie comfortable here in his second year, uh, Mookie is, is Mookie, and he's having another MVP caliber year. But guys like Jason Hayward, David Peralta, Miguel Rojas, I've really poured into some of those young uh, guys that we have on our ball club, and uh, it's fun for me to watch these guys come together. You mentioned Freddie Freeman. Uh, obviously, his reputation is out there as being one of the great teammates, but now that he's in it, what have you learned about him? I just, you know, I, I had a, the good fortune of playing with um, Jim Tomey, Travis Fryman, um, and guys like that, Omar Vizquel, who didn't take plays off. Um, but Freddie Freeman has taken it to another level. And you remember that first at the game, in the, the, the at bat in that first game, you know, it's a 10, 12 at bat. Uh, then he ends up getting a base hit. And I've never seen a player, Rosie, that in the box, on the bases, on defense, he just does not take one playoff. And this is two years and counting for me seeing it, and I just marvel at him every day. Dave, great to see you as always. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Thanks, Rosie. It's always a pleasure. Great seeing you. One of the good guys in the game, Dave Roberts, the manager for the Dodgers, and he has that team clicking on all cylinders once again. Stay with us when we come back. We'll talk farm system for the Guardians with Rob Serfolio, the director of player development. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. <laughs> you see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you for our final segment from Toronto. And earlier this week, we had a chance to visit with 
Director of Player Development, Rob Serfolio, and we focused in on High A Lake County. And we start on the offensive side, position player side, talking about Chase DeLauder, an outfielder, former top-round draft pick for the Guardians, who, after over overcoming some early injury issues, well, Rob says it was worth the wait because they really like the direction that DeLauder is headed in now. Yeah, I think a unique start to Chase's career with in the draft last year was battling the foot injury. That took pretty much all the way through the offseason. Um, had a little bit of a recurrence of a similar issue in the offseason right ahead of spring training. That delayed his season, but we are uh, really thankful to have him back and to be able to see him out on the field playing pretty much every day and all over in the outfield and just the type of athlete and tools that this guy has plus the competitor and the way that he goes about his work has been pretty special to see on a day in day out and um, I think not a surprise that he's putting up some of the impressive numbers that he has so far. And do you look at him as a power bat or is it more a good hard hit line drives? Hopefully all areas in between and both of those descriptors. <laughs> this is a guy that I think if you go watch him play, you're very likely to see him put a ball or two north of 105 miles per hour in play. And we're working on like some of the angles in which you see those um, actually put in place so that he can do the most damage possible. And um, But just like the, the well-rounded skill set here is really impressive. I mean, he's a guy that – rarely swings and misses he can run he can play defense center field right field left field we're getting him in exposure in really all three um it has a chance to, to hopefully continue to just grow and improve as a pro and yeah he's going through what all of our first year guys do of adapting to the affiliate schedule and travel and how to prepare my body most effectively and how do i get better during the grind of the minor league season and so far that's been really impressive to see for for a guy in his first taste at that Jake Fox has been in the organization for a little bit, uh, real versatile. And uh, how's his season going down at Lake County? Yeah, so Jake's a guy that, you know, high school kid in the 2021 draft that we challenged in, in low A last year and um, got off to a slow start this year in Lake County, and that was tough for him. And this is a kid that's performed pretty much every time he's ever been on a baseball field his entire life. Um, and there's a lot of good that comes out of some of these conversations. And, you know, we've had a lot of those with Jake about how we're going to set up his off season for success. And I think just one of the, the great things about him is, you know, just like Chase, just an incredibly hard worker, wants to come to the yard and get better. And he has used the first two months of the season to fuel him appropriately uh, since the All-Star break, some of the numbers he's put up has been pretty impressive. He's still one of the younger kids in that league as just a second-year pro. And so, you know, we're excited about continuing to, to work with Jake. And, and some of that's off-season. Some of that's continuing to use the last couple of weeks in front of us here. Khalil Watson is new to the organization, acquired in the Josh Bell trade with the Marlins. Young player sounds like the, the upside and potential is really intriguing. And, and what have you seen performance-wise so far from him? Yeah, I mean, rarely do you get a, a first-rounder to come over just one or two years into his professional career. And so I think Khalil's still learning a lot about our organization. We're learning a lot about him, but the things that have stood out just right out of the gate is bat speed, athleticism, uh, chance to to impact the ball on, on both sides. So he's played second base for us. He's played shortstop 
he's you know maybe been a little bit unlucky in terms of those surface level numbers that you'll see on a scoreboard of average and um, just you know some of the cumulative metrics like home run totals where we're actually really impressed with some of the things this guy's doing behind the scenes of making good swing decisions and impacting the baseball when he puts it in play and and you know generally putting the base the the, the bat on the baseball so process wise I think there's a lot to be excited about and just as we continue to to see more out of him it, he's an exciting young player you mentioned middle infield does he stay there well, as you're well aware, Rosie, we have a collection of middle infielders, so we will rotate him around, but we see him as a middle infielder. We think he's got the tools to play up the middle, and you know, we do so intentionally because we think that pushes our guys athletically to see spins, see reads off the bat in different positions, and, and Khalil will be right in the middle of that group. A player who has moved up, Milan Tolentino, uh, obviously did some good things at Lake County. What, what earned him the promotion to double-A? Yeah, Milan got a taste there right at the end of last year when the Lake County team had that successful run, got in the playoffs, almost won the whole league. He was a huge staple of that. And uh, another guy, you know, similar to what we talked about with Fox, of we looked at the end of his year, how can we help make this guy the most complete player that we can next year so that he could make his way to double A? And a lot of that was strength, bat speed, impacting the baseball a little bit more consistently. He has some of the the really sound defensive traits. He can really play shortstop. He can play third and second if you need him to. Um, so we were trying to build a little bit more of the engine on offense. Physically, he did just that. And, uh, you know, similar to Fox, got off to a little bit of a humbling start, but, man, he picked it up in the month of June and July. I think he was the player of the month in the, the Midwestern League for all of July, led the league in hits, and was doing some damage with that. So, um, it's been impressive to see some of the gains he made in the offseason translate as the summers go went on, and you know we felt like it was time to see that tested in Double A and try and find the next area for him to make that next jump. And you mentioned that that offseason work and and reshaping. Uh, you have a young man, an outfielder, Joe Lampy, who we saw at, at Major League Spring Training games, yeah. very impressive. Um, but it sounds like his season might not be up to his standards. And what are you looking for? to do with him in the offseason to get him where he wants to be. Yeah, I think if Joe is sitting here with us, he'd tell you the same thing. You know, one of the things I love most about about Lamp is just his competitive drive. On That shows up both on-field and off-field. So just having guys with that mindset is a great starting point. And, and yeah, Joe was a, a guy that got major league exposure up in spring training, did some really good things up there. So we know what this guy can do. We know what talent he has. And at times has struggled this year. He got off to a torrid start and then has cooled off since. And guy who's in his first year, the physical toll of just minor league baseball is tough. These guys have never played 140 games in their lives. They've never had to travel while doing that every day. So, you know, we're really excited about some of the things with Joe that he's already talked to his hitting coaches about, already talked to the S&C department about that uh, in the offseason we're going to pave a path to, you know, hopefully put him in a position to more consistently showcase the best version of him. Rob Serfolio joining us. He's the Director of Player Development for the Guardians. We're talking single A, Lake County, the high A level. And on the pitching side of things, Parker Messick, I think we, we talked about him maybe the first yeah. time we talked Lake County way back when. Uh, a college kid who sounds like he's had a, a really positive year. He has. And Parker, super competitive, a um, lot of fire energy when he's out between the, between the white lines and 
went through a little bit of the early season. Okay, I'm adjusting. I came from a co- like a premier college program where I was the best guy on that team, and I always had success. And despite that, I'm having to like learn how to adjust. And you know, I think a huge credit goes to Parker. Like from the second we got him, he really worked physically to get himself body composition, strength, power, and a better position to be able to handle 100-plus innings. He's took the ball every week, every five days now in Lake County and, and gone out there and just has gotten better and better. And a lot of that's just his willingness to be coached, his willingness to like learn some of the finer elements of how his arsenal plays and from an execution, from a plan of attack standpoint, um, been really exciting to see him learn, develop, just use his experiences early in the year when he started in, in Lynchburg for us and performed really well and has gotten better despite being pushed uh, at a higher level. So, um, yeah, another young lefty that you know has uh, some of the ingredients that um, we're hoping to see more and more out of. Ethan Hankins has been on the radar since his draft year. Yes. Very highly regarded, but injuries have just crushed his, his development in terms of, of pacing, I'm sure, that he would like to be at. He's been on the mound a fair amount this summer. And what are you seeing? Is, is he making some progress toward where he'd like to go? He is. And I, you know, to your point, I think this is a guy that has name because of the injuries. He just hasn't pitched really since 2019. And to see him go through, you know, you think of the year of the COVID year, we all lost the season. He gets hurt in spring training in 2021 where we have the delayed season. He misses all of last year. To see him back out there, one, I think, speaks to – just his desire to be a an impactful major leaguer or to turn over every stone possible to do that. And he'd be the first one to tell you this has been a difficult road to get back. But um, as he has pitched this year in Lake County, you know, we were being really conscious about his workload early. He threw five innings his last time out. His velos maintaining in the mid-90s, and we're really seeing – a lot of the the guy that we saw early in his career and, and out of high school. And so, um, you know, I just have a big smile on my face talking about Ethan because I know that this has been a difficult journey. We are far from the finish line. He knows that. Um, but just the consistency in which he's been able to go out there, have fun, compete at a high level with some of the stuff that he, you know, pitched with when uh, he was a top top prospect in baseball has has been just a huge credit to him and our pitching group and our mental skills department and everybody, our rehab team, like what a collective effort. Um, and it hasn't always been easy, but it's uh, it's been really fun and rewarding for a lot of people to, to see Ethan back out there and having fun on the mound again. And in closing, we'll switch gears. Uh, you just had a trip to the Dominican Republic, seeing the, the summer team down there at the complex. Just an overview. How, how is it looking down there? I know you have some comparisons from years past, and and what what are you seeing this year when you go down there? It's an exciting group, and you know Jose Mejia, who runs our our facility down there. We have you know two teams worth of staff, and these guys are literally just finished their season yesterday, actually. So 16, 17 year olds playing sixty plus games for the first times in their lives is a challenge. It's almost like a, a high school team. Um, and these guys are learning the the very basics of hopefully things that will help them out in progressive field in the future. And just the, the talent level that we have and the quality of, of coaching is really impressive and just always fun to go down there and, and see some of our youngest players going through uh, 
the, the learnings that is the Dominican Summer League is, is always fun. And, you know, we're really excited about the group that we have for, for the future there. Rob, always great to have you along. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Whew. A lot to get to this week with Rob Serfolio. We thank him for his time bringing us up to date on some of the good prospects at Single A Lake County. That's going to do it for this edition of Guardians Weekly. Thanks so much, as always, to Brian Matze for all of his help in putting together our show each week. Until next time, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.